hearts. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We ask and we say, the eyes of our understanding is enlightened. There is no confusion in this atmosphere. Every heart can behold you as we see ourselves in you. There is clarity. There is light. And we say we behold you as we see ourselves in you. That you alone, you're glorified as we are edified. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Ready for the word? All right, all right, all right. All right. We continue our series on spiritual growth. We continue our series on spiritual growth. Continue our series on spiritual growth. um, I just have something short to share this this evening. And then we'll continue. We'll continue. We'll we'll finish this up, I think, on Tuesday or so. Um, All right. We, 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 We started and we said growth is a sign of life. Growth is... A proof that a man is feeding on God's word. Growth is um, necessary and is essential in life. And we said a believer needs to grow. We said that, right? That a believer needs to grow. A believer needs to feed on God's word and understand that God's word is is life. And we said um, we said that. Um, a, we said that the believer or um, the believer in Christ is born by the Spirit of Christ. That we, we, we said that the believer is born by the Spirit of Christ. The believer is, the believer has the Spirit of God in him. And we said growth is by God's word, right? We said that, right? We said the word of Christ, the mirror of the new creation, the word of, the word of Christ. We see ourselves as Christ sees us. The mirror is the new creation when we see ourselves in the world we see our, we see what god has to do praise god so growth is by god's word hallelujah growth is by god's word the believer must see himself just as god christ has seen him the believer we said he's the temple of god is the character is the is the believer is light is righteousness we say the unbeliever we said he's the temple of idol, right? Yes, <laughs> Hallelujah. You just see, you don't have to be sentimental about, about that reality. You don't have to say, ah, but they are good now. Uh-uh. Why can't you just temper justice? It's not your fault. That is what the scripture says. They say you don't want to believe the scripture again. Are you getting what I'm saying? So now, all right, let's move on to what we, let's see. Like I said, we just have something short to share tonight, and um, we'll continue. We'll finish this up very soon. All right. So, we, you know, something about life is that, um, or something about food or life is that um, you remember. Okay. Have I have I explained parables? Yes. Have I explained parables? Yes, we did that in the last. Teacher, right? All right. We, that we said that parables is for babes, right? Yes, sir. And that as a man is growing, it feeds on the epistles, right? All right. Okay, cool. So, in nature, you take balanced diet, right? When you are feeding, you are eating, you take balanced diet. You have proteins, you have carbohydrates, you have vitamins, and etc. and etc. I even found out recently that beans as well protein brings us more carbohydrate than protein how many of you found that research i found out recently that beans has more carbohydrate than protein it advances 
research is going on really wild. <laughs> so, growing up, I used to think when I eat beans, I'm eating more. I'm eating more protein. That I want to be great, more tall. I want to. I want to eat healthy. But now, <laughs> they're even telling us that beans have more. They said I think 60% carbohydrate or 40%, 60% carbohydrate, just very minimal protein. So, <laughs> what the? No, it's not. It's excessive yeah, composition. Yeah, okay. okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. So imagine. Mm-hmm. Imagine. So even today now, it's only God that knows what is protein. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> what is... I'm just joking. Though. Mm-hmm. All right. So that is nature, right? But as a believer, there must be things we do to cause growth and bring development for ourselves. There must be things we do to cause growth and bring development for ourselves. Because spiritually, only one meal is accepted, and that is in Christ Jesus. I'll say it again. Spiritually, only one meal is accepted. Only one meal is acceptable in Christ Jesus, and that is the word, and that is Christ Jesus. So, you can't have, as a Christian, um, carbohydrate, protein. Okay, let me taste carbohydrate. Die by fire. Let me taste protein. Epignosis, Greek, um, revelation knowledge. Let me taste vitamin, motivational speaker. Let me taste... Which other one? Vegetables. Vegetables. Oh, what did you say? Fats. Ah, that's even the word. Fats will be, let me see. Fats will be, let me see which one I can put it in. I don't know. <laughs> you don't want to be prosperity. I'm just joking. <laughs> okay, all right. So, Paul's prayer for the Ephesians is very informative. Paul's prayer for the Ephesians church or for the church of Ephesus is very informative. That's why when we read Ephesians 1, verse 16 to 23, it is a prayer for knowledge. Let's go there. Let's read it. I know we're ready to pray, but let's read it. Look at it again. Look at it in Ephesians 1, verse 16 to 23. 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 It says, are you there? It says, I cease not to make mention of you always in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you will know what is the hope of his calling, what the riches of the glory of the inheritance in the saints, what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who do believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ Jesus when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principalities and power, might and dominion and in every name that is named, not only in this world but also in that which is to come, and has put all things under his feet and given him to be the head over all things to the church, which is the body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. So that prayer is for knowledge. It's not just, it, it is not just any sort of, prayer but a kind of prayer for an insight 
and that is necessary for the Christian. The prayer is for you to know, have a precise knowledge about what Christ has done for you, what is available to us in him. What Christ has done for you, what is available for you in him. What Christ has done for you and what is available for you in him. Because as a Christian, you have to grow. Say as a Christian. I have to grow. You have to grow spiritually. A Christian has to grow spiritually. So the prayer is about what has Christ done for you? What is available to available for us in him? So he calls it the hope of his glory. The glory of the haters in the saints. So growth will come when we only start to acknowledge this truth. Growth comes when you start acknowledging the truth of God's word as yours. I'll say it again. Growth comes when you start to acknowledge the truth of God's word. The message of the new covenant. The prophecy and the promise that has, that has been fulfilled. The message of the new covenant. The, prophet, the, 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 message, the prophecy and the promise fulfilled. Look at it. Philemon 1 verse 4 to 6. 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 1 verse 4 to 6. It says, I thank my God, making mention of thee always in my prayers, giving of thy love and faith, which thou hast towards the Lord Jesus and towards all saints. In verse 6, it says, that the communication of thy faith may what become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in us, in what? In Christ Jesus. So our participation in the faith is measured by what we know and all that we have known or what has Christ has done or what, has, what Christ has done and all that we have in him. Our participation in the faith is measured by what we know about all that Christ has done and all that we have in him. You just have to know. You have to know. You can't be a believer who doesn't want to know the scriptures. You can't be a believer who doesn't want to feed on the scriptures. You can't be a believer who doesn't want to grow in the knowledge of God's word. You have to be a believer who is ready, who knows, who understands the truth of what God's word is saying. So, some calls it the new creation reality. And so, so some people, it is for a foundation school, after which you learn other things, mostly another gospel. Some people, when you say, okay, uh, let me, let, let's learn the new creation reality. They learn the new covenant in Christ. They learn that you are righteous in Christ. Then they go to another place and say, uh -huh. they are just saying, oh, no, I, I know the truth of Christ, but I, I still have problems in my father's house that is troubling my heart. I need to grow. Or you learn the truth of cross Christ's word, but when you get home, you still pick up some motivational message and say, this one, they're just saying, Christ, Christ, Christ. I need to aspire to desire the retire and the refire and the, and the aspire to, to move forward. You know? <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? Some go, then you are not growing. You feed on God's word like this. Then you get to go and watch motivation. It is like plus two minus 200. What's that? I thought you know maths. <laughs> All right. So, the truth is the basis of and for Christian of for Christian growth is what Christ has done for us. Hallelujah. That's the basis of Christian growth. That's the basis of spiritual growth. 
Do you know what Christ has done for you? Are you standing complete in it? Are you getting what I'm saying? It's not that you know what Christ has done for you, but you just know it as a knowledge. You are not acting on it. You are not feeding on it. You're not, you're not growing in it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you acting in what Christ has done for you? Is he reflecting in what you're doing? When you get home today, are you still going to feed on what Christ has done for you? Are you going to turn the TV and watch? Oh! I don't even know which example to give. <laughs> Is that what? No, that's a good show. <laughs> so, what we, you have to feed on what Christ has done for us, what we have in him, and what he is doing in us today. What Christ has done for us, what he is doing in us today, what we have in him, and what he is doing in us today. This is the food of the believer in Christ. That is your food. Say my food. You're not talking about you're not talking. My food, food. Is, to feed is to feed on what Christ has done. On what Christ has done. That's your food. The food of the believer is to, be, is to feed on what Christ has done. What he has in him. What he is doing in us today. Do you know what Christ is doing in you today? Do you know what he has done? Do you know what you have in him? Your realities in Christ. So, that is the food. He should not attempt a balanced diet. The believer should not attempt a balanced diet. Oh, let me take protein. Oh, let me take carbohydrate. Oh, let me take fat. Let me take vitamins. Let me take carbo- um, different things. You can't say, oh, let me take motivational preaching. Oh, let me take prosperity message. Oh, let me take social motivation. Oh, let me take deliverance. Oh, let me take which other one? <laughs> That's motivation. How falls on that motivation? Prosperity. I went to hell and came back. I went experiences. Experience gospel. I went to hell and came back. I saw you know, all those um, stories of... I wonder if you heard those stories. I, I went to hell. I, I, I saw the devil. Then the devil appeared to me, told us that you should not use wigs. All of you that use wigs, you are going to hellfire. All of you that are using makeup, going to hellfire. All of you that are using jewelries, you're going to hellfire. And then everybody is just fidgeting and all of those things. <laughs> you know those things. If you know who you are in Christ, you can't be swindled by those kind of messages. But imagine you are hearing what I'm teaching now. Then you have that one at the back of your When you get to that's the next sermon you want to go and watch. Just to have a balanced diet. You just want to be all round. <laughs> you feed on who you are in Christ now. You take deliverance. So, so early in the morning tomorrow before you come for service, you, you take deliverance and you are praying deliverance prayer very well. You cast out all your devils, bind all, your, all the powers in your father's house and the, your mother's house. You deal with them. I know some people will not be able to relate, but it is the reality. You deal with all the devils in your father's house and then you come for service and come and say, no man, no place, nothing can take your time. Can take your place with me, and you now hear God's word. You hear in the beauty of holiness, in the splendor. You sing it. You worship God. You know. You do all of those things. You hear who you are in Christ. You have the faith of God in Christ. You believe is nothing that you say yes. You do. And as you are going back home at two p.m., you say, okay. Um, 
I need to listen to another, aspire to a retire, the retire, the retire, the desire to go to a fire. You go, you watch that one, you aspire yourself very well. In the night, tomorrow again, you just say, ah, all right, the way my bank account is looking, I need some prosperity message. You see that your bank account is looking very negative. You just say, okay, I need some, I need me some prosperity message. Just say, sold $91 to get the, some 91 blessing. Oh, I, I, I watched it like, I'm not joking with you. I was tempted to do it. Oh, see you people. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw it, I was like, ah, ah. You know, this one we don't, nobody's even forcing you to give up for a year or anything. <laughs> Those ones, this one, <laughs> when they finish with you, you will empty all your bank account and sow seed. You will sow seed. You finish down, you finish sowing all your seed, you sow your car, you sow your house, you sow everything. You know, I was talking to Barry one day, I'm sure she's going to listen to this. I was talking to Barry one day, I said, Barry told me, he said, you know, there's nothing I'm not used to sow. I've sowed, he said, to the point that I almost sowed my father's house. <laughs> <laughs> As a seed. <laughs> he said, you know, you can't blame them. That's what they call balanced diet. But the believer does not have that kind of balanced diet. Hallelujah. Your own balanced diet is just protein. Just Christ, 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 Christ. You're feeding on the world. Hallelujah. That's your balanced diet. Hallelujah. You can't be attempting all other questions. All other options. Your only option is Christ. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, we, we have to, what should, what should, you know, the food for the believer in Christ is, the, is knowing who he has in Christ. So, what should balance this? Now, so how do we balance this? How do we, what do we contribute? Our love for God, our service. How do we balance this? Paul warned the Galatian church in Galatians 4 verse 19. Paul warned the Galatian church in Galatians 4 verse 19. Look at something. In Galatians 4 verse 19. It says, look at Galatians 4 verse 19. It says, My little children, of whom I travel in birth again, until Christ be formed in you. So, Paul lamented on the agony of the Galatian church. The agony of it. He said, my little children, of whom I travel in birth, of whom I travel in birth again, until Christ be formed in you. What an agony of a parent. Again, the Christ be found in you. That is, the Christ, the word of life. The, the faith be formed in you. So for Christ to be found in you, you must feed on him alone. You must feed on Christ alone. Look at it, Galatians 3, verse 1 to 4. He had, he had given them a sharp rebuke. Paul has given them a sharp rebuke. So it means the church in, Gal in, in Galatians were not feeding on Christ alone. Look at it in Galatians 3, verse 1 to 4. It says, Oh foolish Galatians. Paul, Paul called them foolish. Who had bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? Are you seeing it? Before whose eyes Jesus Christ has been evidently set forth, crucified among you. This only would I learn of you, receive you of the spirit of works of the law, or by the hearing of it, are ye so foolish? Having begun in the spirit, ye are now made perfect by the flesh. Have you suffered so many things in vain, if it's yet in vain? 
They started out in grace. That is, they started looking at Christ within. They started out in faith. You know, it's such an agony for some, some of you to be feeding on my message for so many years and end up in some deliverance theater trying to do deliverance. That's a shame. You should go there and be casting out the devil, not being the one to be delivered. <laughs> I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Imagine you leave this kind of meeting and go and stand there as an usher. You should, they should be inviting you as a minister there. Are you getting what I'm saying? You should know the kind of what you carry. You should know it. You are full of His Spirit. You are full of God's power. Full of His grace. Full of His faith. Full of His ability. You are not... You don't have... A, you, you don't have a, de a devilish spirit with you. Hallelujah. What is with you is the Spirit of God. So if they want to cast out the Spirit, are they trying to cast out the Spirit of God with you? No. So Paul was lamenting about the church in Galatians because they started out in grace. They were looking at Christ within until they got, got exposed to new teachings. Ten ways to maximize your Christian life. They started getting exposed to new teaching. You know, it's very subtle. I used to tell people, um, for poison is not served in po as poison alone. Poison is always served in food. So it's good stuff. They use good stuff, but shook, put in something there. They just, they just show it in. So you will not know. So if you are not careful, you just like you say, but he was making sense. He was making sense. Listing well. Ah, but he was teaching Christ. What Christ is he teaching? Are you listening? Are you paying attention? Truth is not served like truth. Poison is not served as poison alone. Poison is served in food. So that is why you have to be very cautious, very discerning about many things. They just tell you 10 ways to maximize your Christian life. 10 steps on learning from God. 27 ways to please God. Remember, you know, you know in Romans 8, he told you you have pleased God. Those that are in flesh cannot please God, but you are in the Spirit. So you have pleased God in Christ. So imagine they are still telling you 27 ways to please God. And you, you're like, ah, it's true. I want to really learn. What are these 27 steps to take to please God? Number one, repent. Number two, hacks of forgiveness. Number three, close your hacks. Number four, wake up from your sleep. Number five, jump up from the bed. Number three, somersault. <laughs> Just because you want to please God. Number eight, you must be crying. Cry every day. Wheel on the floor. Number seven, listening to deep, deep intimacy worship. And just let it be very sonorous so that you're just in that atmosphere always. You please him. Number seven, when you get to church, don't greet anybody. Concentrate. <laughs> you know, it's... You see, 65 keys to successful living. 65. When you start seeing all those keys, just, <laughs> just say, Jesus is the way, the key. That is the master key. Just know that there's only one key. Jesus is the master key. That's all. When you start seeing keys, 10 keys to this, run. 27 ways to please God, run away. 
15 ways to attack your enemies in your mother's house. Just know that that was that was even that was even so far. Fifteen ways to maximize your Christian life. You know, or you hear message like the terror of God, the terror of God. Why God will deal with you? Or you hear message like. Die daily. Die daily, live tomorrow. <laughs> Die today, live tomorrow. <laughs> Different. It was never Christ centered. Never. Oh, 20 ways on how to get your husband. Singles meeting. Husband service. Husband prayer service. 25 potentials for a man. How to stay in your husband's house. How to, how to feed your husband in the 21st century generation. All women of Deborah, how to feed your husband. The Esther generation, how to seduce your husband in your marriage. How to get your Moab. Joshua, my servant is dead. Let Moses, Moses, my servant is dead. Let Joshua arise. See your Joshua. You know, so many, so many things. When you start seeing those things, those are times to be scared. You just ha. You click. I you know those are things I used to have many views on YouTube. But you see, you see your reality in Christ, realities of the new creation, Tw views. 20 views. views. <laughs> How to get your husband 40.k, 40.5k views. <laughs> and you start seeing art, like, 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 this blessed me. This, in the comment section, it touched me. This is so inspiring. Wow. But the realities of the new creation, Basis of Christianity, how to, you know, using your faith in Christ. Two views, no comment. <laughs> or the person that comments is even say, why? I don't understand the Greek word. <laughs> That's the reality of the life we live in. But we trust God, we don't need to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see Holy Ghost meetings. They say this is demonic. But deliverance service is not demonic. Hallelujah. Fire, prayer, vigils. Fire, prayer, vigils. Oh Lord, let my somewhere and let the Goliath of my destiny be destroyed. You see, wow, what a deep prayer point. But we say, Okay, let the eyes of our understanding be enlightened that we may know what is the hope of his glory. What is the riches of the glory? Ah, ah, you are just boring. <laughs> you just be praying scripture, praying scripture. I start, I start prayer. I start a deep prayer. When we are talking of deep prayer, oh Lord, 
what you have done, you will do it again. God of Elijah, you must send down fire. Today, oh Lord, arise. Let my enemies be scattered. And you will call the name of Jesus five times. Then you say Holy Ghost fire at the end. I remember Sister Endurance many years ago. She said, I went to a church and the pastor was praying, oh, you call the Holy Ghost. He said, I was not blessed. I came. They say where I went and say where I came. And you, you know, she said, you know, on the norm, you say, Ah, my life was never the same. He said, my whole life was the same. He said, where I came, was the same where I left. Because I couldn't even pray. They said, you must stamp your feet. And they'll come to me and sister, have you gotten married? Don't you have to pray? <laughs> I, I just even got to this city. How do you know if I'm married or not? <laughs> so those... Those were what Paul was dealing with in Galatians church. Just imagine, he has fed them with the word, taught them real creation, their redemption in Christ, taught them that they were sanctified. And by now, they are already telling Paul, how this your heights of understanding prayer? It's not that deep enough. <laughs> we need more depth in prayer. Oh Lord, where is my Moa? You did it for Queen Vashti. Doing my own. You know, those are the kind of things they were looking for. Paul is not saying, Who has bewitched you? Are you saying that's the pain of a preacher? You are not growing spiritually. Who bewitched you? After all, I've thought. Just imagine I, I see, I just mistakenly swipe, swipe, and swipe, and swipe on Instagram and just see your picture taken in one deliverance theater. Jesus said, we just finished delivering you now. You are set free to go. <laughs> I will text you and say, hi, in Jesus' name. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> you know, so, this, you just have to, so, it's, when you are not feeding on Christ, the focus will shift from Christ to you. The focus will shift. So it will be from the spirits to the flesh, from grace to the law, and that will frustrate growth. It will manifest in stunted growth. You will now have believers who are having stunted growth. You will see people always coming for altar calls all the time. Every Sunday, they are coming to give, give their life to Christ again. Sunday service, there must always be, ha, ah, I give your life to Christ. I, me, I did. I gave my life to Christ like maybe 10 times. Because every service, you say, eat back to back. <laughs> I, the, the way they will preach the judgment this Sunday is different from the way they will preach it last Sunday. So you'll be wondering, ah, was I really saved last Sunday? Let me come out for this one. Maybe this is the one that will, <laughs> that will really save me. Because you are not even sure of your salvation. Imagine a believer saved and not sure that he's saved. He's not growing. Are you saying that? Imagine you are saved and you're not sure of your internal security in Christ. You are not growing. You're not growing. That's a stone-fed growth. Yeah, I surrender her on the eve, far away, 
until an old rugged cross, an emblem of suffering and shame. And now we cling to the old rugged cross, and I lay it someday for our crown. You sing it, you sing those songs, you repent, you keep repenting and repenting, you, you rededicated your life to Christ like 50 times, just because you are not growing. You are not feeding on the right thing. Yet Christ is not glorified. He seemed to have died in vain for you. So not every meal will bring you growth. Are you seeing that? Not every sermon will bring you growth, right? Are you seeing that? Yes, sir. Not every message will bring you growth, right? Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. All right. So some are waste. Others are junk food. Sources, motivations are junk food. <laughs> so some are waste, some are junk food. So Paul tells us the effect in Galatians 2, verse 20 and 21. Galatians 2, verse 20 to 21. He says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not frustrate the grace of God, for if righteousness come by the law, then Christ died in vain. So you will frustrate grace, frustrate your growth. So you have to acknowledge the death of Christ, and you must see your life in you must see his life in you. Hallelujah. You have to acknowledge and believe the gospel. Yet, it says, yet not I. Look at what it says. It says, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Christ lives in me. So when we resort to effort and self-help, we get into the law. When we resort to effort and self-help, we, we resort into the law. We find food for our growth. When we resort to the law to find food for our growth, we get into trouble. We get into struggle. Then we start struggling. We start trying to please God. We start trying to do and, and we eventually fall. We start trying to we start trying to make things happen. We start trying to live righteous. When we are ideally righteous, we just want to walk in our reality. So we start struggling. We start struggling. Galatians 5 verse 4. Galatians 5 verse 4. Like I said, this is very short. I will, I will, will soon. We'll soon finish up now. I'm rounding off now. Galatians 5 verse 4. I'll finish this probably by Tuesday. Galatians 5 verse 4 says, Christ has become of no effect unto you. Whosoever of you is justified by the law, ye have fallen from grace. So, growth will only be when Christ is all we see. Hallelujah. Great. Tell your neighbor, say, great growth will only be. You're not saying it like you mean. Say, growth will always be. When Christ is all we see. So, growth will only be when Christ is all we see. You know, you, uh, uh, some of you ever read uh, How to Run the Christian Race? You know, how to Run the Christian Race? So, we see, you know, how many of you thought, growing up, you just thought Christianity was so hard? I did. How many of you had that thought too? I thought like that too. But now, asking you the question, does it look hard? Does it look hard? It's not. 
But growing up, I thought it was very hard. I thought it was very hard to please God. I thought it was very tough. You have to plead with God. You have to... Because the way they preached to us those times, they made us feel like just a, even something you did in your dream will make you sin. Has made you a sinner. Something you did when you were not conscious in your dream. Sin in my dream. So you wake up and quickly repent for what you did in the dream. Even though you do not remember your dream. Are you seeing that? Are you seeing that? So, but it is because we were not growing. We were not feeding on the right thing. That is what we call, they are falling from the truth. They are falling from grace. They are falling from faith. Hebrews 12 verse 2. Hebrews 12 verse 1 to 2. Hebrews 12 verse 1 to 2. Hallelujah. Are you learning something tonight? Are you learning something? Spiritual growth, right? Spiritual growth. Hebrews 12. All right. Let's wrap this up tonight and we'll just continue and prepare for tomorrow's service. Hebrews 12 verse 1 to 3 says, Wherefore, seeing we also, we are encompassed about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that doth easily beteth us, and let us run with patience the race that he said before us. You know, a lot of people used to think, lay aside the weight, lay aside the sins, run the race, look unto to Jesus, the author of the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God, the originator and perfect of our faith. So, growth comes from a Christ-centered focus which produces Christ-centered life. Growth comes from a Christ-centered focus which produces a Christ-centered life. So, when he says, the author and finisher of our faith, faith there means is the gospel and it is not personal. No, my personal salvation. You don't have a personal salvation. We must feed on Christ. Say, I must feed on Christ. Feed on Christ. And one thing the epistle did for us is to unveil Christ to us. Is to unveil Christ to us. So, it shows Christ to us. It shows Christ to us. So, when you keep feeding on God's word, when you keep seeing yourself in God's word, when you keep seeing... What God and Christ has done for you and what he's doing for you today, you would appreciate your, 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 your Christianity. Hallelujah. You would appreciate it. You will learn to live like a man who Christ or who God in Christ Jesus has made him to be. The epistles obey Christ to us. It shows us Christ in us. One thing the epistle does too is to show Christ in us. So you, as you are seeing Christ, you are also seeing yourself in him. And the growth will be the consequences of you reading those things. You feed on the epistles. What are the epistles? Romans or Jude? You read it. You see yourself in it. You see what God has done in Christ Jesus. You appreciate the reality. You understand it. You feed on messages. You get messages. You feed on them. You listen. We have thousands of messages already. You feed on them and you keep listening and you keep listening. Your growth will grow. You, then you find out that you are growing. Hallelujah. 
you find out that you're grown. So, you must learn to feed on Christ. Say, I must learn to feed on Christ. You're not saying like me. Say, I must learn to feed on Christ. So, I don't frustrate the grace of God. So, now you understand. When they say you frustrate the grace of God, or when they say you frustrate growth, it is because you are not acknowledging what Christ has done. Are you seeing that, right? Are you seeing that? So when you read in other Galatians 2 where it says, they frustrated the grace of Christ, is because they were not feeding on the right thing. They were not understanding what Christ has done. So their focus was changing. That's why Paul will say that prayer, I have my little children who by travel again in birth. The Christ be formed in you. He had to start again. He had to pray again. He had to teach them again. Hallelujah. Say, I don't frustrate the grace of God. I understand and I grow spiritually. Hallelujah. Did you learn something tonight? Are you sure about that? Now, tell you to your neighbor what you learned this evening. Share with them. Hallelujah.